0: Hey hey Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. let's crack on with today's first story from Uninvited1011 and asks, Am I the a-hole for refusing to go to my friend's boyfriend's party after she demanded to approve my outfit? My 29 female friend Kate, 28, has a boyfriend. Jamie, 29, whom she has been with for nearly three years. We met Jamie on a night out and I would say that although he's Kate's boyfriend, I consider him a friend. We share an interest in particular sports that we text about sometimes if I have a spare hospitality ticket to one of the sporting fixtures, I will sometimes invite Jamie to go. Jamie's 30th is coming up and Jamie and Kate planned a big party. I peripherally helped out with logistics when asked. A few days ago, Kate texted me. She asked if I wouldn't mind toning down my look for the party and if I could send her a picture of what I was planning to wear. I asked her what this meant and after asking several times if she really had to say it, she asked if I could dress verbatim basically what I would consider frumpy because she really didn't want to be outshone at her own boyfriend's birthday party. When I didn't reply right away, she went on to say that she wants Jamie's full attention that night which she wouldn't get if I showed up dressed properly. I was a bit annoyed by what she was implying, so I said if I was going to be so much of a concern for her, I'd rather just politely decline the invitation. Kate freaked out, saying I was being immature by not coming, just because I couldn't steal the spotlight. I said it wasn't about that, it was about her making me responsible for whether or not I draw her boyfriend's attention, which is something I've never tried to do nor done as far as I'm aware. She then said it was really important to Jamie that she stand out because his friends and colleagues would be there. I just told her that again. If she was so worried I was going to be distracting everyone, I'd rather not come than feel humiliated from now until the event. I said I would rather send her Jamie's gift and she could tell him why I wasn't coming. I guess she didn't tell him the reason because Jamie messaged me saying he knows I'm booked the night of the party but he'd really like it if I could be there and asked if I could reorganize so I could come. I hadn't replied but I got a message from Kate saying she knows Jamie is trying to get me to come and please could I just put my pride aside and come to the party. I asked if she was going to ditch the outfit policing but she said no. So I said I would not be coming. She didn't reply but I've since received a couple of texts from mutual friends saying that while her request is ridiculous Kate is aware of that. She's just desperate to be seen a certain way. Even if it's pathetic I'd probably feel the same way in her shoes. Other friends I've told who don't know Kate say I should not bow to the pressure and that she's nuts for even asking and I don't disagree but also I feel bad skipping the party when it's Jamie's birthday and he asked specifically that I come. So, should I be going? But Nitro asks a question and says info, I know this is probably going to sound bad but how good are you two looking compared to each other? Opie says lol, this is the world's most uncomfortable and unfair question that absolutely needs to be answered really. I'm considered more conventionally attractive than Kate and have been since we were in school. I will say over the years I've had certain enhancements so the way I look now is not entirely natural so it's probably not a fair comparison anyway. But of the two of us I've always received more male attention. I obviously don't think male attention is the goal or be all and end all of life but I can admit it might be a factor in Kate's thinking here. Catherine replies that saying I think you're really the only person who can answer whether or not you're the asshole in this situation. Only you really know if you got a boob job or a BBL and like to dress to show it off, which is absolutely your right, no shade intended. And Jamie's a boob slash arse guy and Kate is insecure about being flat-chested slash etc. Only you know if you take secret joy from knowing you could probably get Jamie to leave Kate if you wanted, or if you genuinely don't believe he's attracted to you in any way and Kate's projecting her own insecurities into you. The way you framed your question, it seems like you're not the a-hole. Both you and I both know that the dynamics around friendship, attraction and insecurity are incredibly complex and not always or ever logical. We have no way of knowing whether you're trying to get validation for being a shitty friend or if she is. If they're both important to you as friends, it might be worth talking to her with some empathy and seeing if there's an outfit you can agree on that makes you both feel good. Where you still feel like your well put together stylish self and she doesn't feel outgunned. I don't think she's handling her insecurity well but who amongst us does if you care about her you could try to work this out with her on this even though you're not in any way obligated to do so if you choose this hill to die on which again would absolutely be your right then you have to be prepared for the friendship to die on this hill too consistent chef says not the a-hole for being you you will be the a-hole if you don't show jamie the text and let him know the truth about the shallow woman he's dating just wow If she is this jealous of you, then it already sets the tone for all future events. Can you imagine the wedding where Kate is the bride and this is already her attitude for a birthday party? I can see Kate being the woman to insist that everyone else wears something ugly so she looks good. Cats and Crow says not the a-hole, but something else is going on here. You may consider Jamie just a friend, but are you sure he isn't attracted to you? Kate already appears to have picked up some insecurity based upon the attention he pays to you. And when he found out you were busy at the time of the party, he specifically called you and asked if you could reschedule whatever you were doing so you could come to the party. My husband and I all have the same friends, but if one of our mutuals said that they were too busy to come to an event, the last thing I'd think is, let me just reach out to them and see if I can change their mind, especially someone of the opposite sex. Once again, you are not the a-hole, but it really sounds like there's an underlying issue here that's driving her behavior. And one more comment from Cyberpunk87 who says, Might be an unpopular opinion, but everyone sucks here. Should she be asking you to tone down what you're wearing? Nope. But it seems like you're showing a complete lack of empathy for her feelings. Virtually everyone on earth has had jealousy or insecurity issues at one point or another. She wants to shine on her boyfriend's birthday and is feeling threatened by you. And she had the courage to say something to you about it. Even though it seems like it was hard for her to come right out and say what she was feeling. And instead of having a conversation about her feelings and where they come from, you dismissed how she was feeling and decided to just not go. There's a middle ground here that shows empathy for your friend, but also allowing you to express yourself however you choose. Instead, you're taking a polarizing position and putting two friendships at risk, and potentially damaging her relationship depending on how you choose to move forward. You all are in your late 20s. Time to learn how to communicate a little better. So then OP kindly gives us an update and says, first of all, thanks to everyone for the advice. Most responses were not what I was expecting and really gave me a lot to think about. As surprised as I was that so many people said to tell Jamie, I did realize it was the right thing to do. So I texted him and told him Kate was insisting I dressed a certain way. Jamie called and explained. A couple of months ago, Jamie and Kate were out with a few of his friends. These same friends that I mentioned in my comments are not fond of Kate and everyone had a lot to drink. They were talking about how they met their SOs, and the story of Jamie and Kate meeting came up. Apparently, during the telling of the story, Kate asked Jamie why he had decided to hit on her rather than me, and one of his friends joked that it was because he knew he didn't have a shot with the hot one, me. Kate asked if this was true, and Jamie having a way too much to drink explained it in a way that made it sound kind of true. He said he did notice me that night and thought I was attractive just seeing me. He said he would have never approached me because he knew he would never have a chance with someone like me. So in that way, his friend was right. He said that speaking to Kate was the absolute best outcome because he loves her and plans on spending the rest of his life with her. But even knowing this, Kate has taken this extremely hard. And even though she says it is over, he's noticed changes in her behavior that seem to be related to that. He also admitted that he'd been planning to propose to Kate at the party and that this is why he'd wanted me to be there. But after hearing this on top of the way she's been handling the situation previously, he won't be doing that anymore. After speaking to Jamie, I called Kate. She admitted that she had tied a lot of her self-worth in the fact that she'd been finally picked over me, and now it felt like that wasn't true. She apologized for trying to solve her insecurities through me, but also said she wasn't sure she'd be able to have me in her life as much, as I had been with the way she had been feeling. As hurt as I was, I said I understood. She said she still wanted me to come to the party since I'd help organize it and she obviously dropped the absurd dress code. So I will be going to the party. I trust that Kate will communicate her boundaries to Jamie, but I don't plan on inviting him to any more events for the foreseeable future. I'm really sad that I've probably lost a longtime friend over the drunken awkwardness of other people, but I also get that Kate can't help how she feels. And frankly, it's for the best not to be in a secret competition. So yeah, I'm hurt, but I'm going to the party. Not a satisfying update, but an honest one. Update, going through these comments has actually brought up a couple of memories that have, in hindsight, made me a bit uncomfortable. And I actually don't think I will end up going to this party. As much as the mutual friends will have questions, and I don't know how much of the truth I will end up telling, I feel too weird right now to continue being involved in this situation. So we can clearly see Jamie's got some shit friends, but I was he's not proposing to her anymore because he's shocked that after what he heard about her attitude changing because of what she's heard from him saying that he would never have a chance with OP and he would have never approached her because of that, because she was out of his league or whatever. Of course, Kate is going to be hurt by that. Why is he bloody shocked about that? And I'm not sure if it's just me in this one. I've read one too many Reddit stories. You know what I'm like. But in that second paragraph on the update, when he said, He was talking to OP and he said he did notice me that night and and thought I was attractive just seeing me. He said he would never have approached me because he knew he would never have a chance with someone like me. So in that way, his friend was right. It almost felt like in a roundabout way, he was trying to, you know, tell her that he is attracted to her. And almost chucking the ball in her court. Like, you can make the move now if you want. You know where I stand with it. That might be unfair to say, but not a wonderful update for sure. But what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below, and let's move on to another story. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. HelloFresh. <laughs> Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. And our next story is coming from the Petty Revenge subreddit from Morgan Nikon who says, She expected an inheritance from my late husband. My husband passed away two years ago. He was a remodeler who had a broad list of clients. For a time to help out the adult daughter, let's call her Kiki, of my good friend of 42, Amy, who would hire as a helper on some of his larger remodeling projects. During that time, Kay would occasionally borrow things for her own projects. A portable CD player, a pair of channel locks, a winching come along, a saw table, a chainsaw, a Graco car paint sprayer, pronunciation on that, and air compressor and nail gun. They were all borrowed clean, in working order, in good condition with all relevant parts included. Every single one of them was returned with great delays, all broken and missing significant parts and a crap ton of excuses. Over two years, Kiki managed to cost him nearly 5k in losses. Finally, he also quit hiring her as a helper because he caught her stealing from one of his clients and forced her to put the items she took right back and then kicked her off the job immediately last september i was visiting amy and kiki was there and then kiki hit me up with what she called her promised inheritance which was the first i ever heard about it given that my hubby and i spent the eight years of his terminal illness talking about what he wanted after his death given that he gifted things of his that he wanted friends to have before he died i knew damn well he didn't intend for kiki to have anything my husband left no will amy knew that my hubby had quit lending her tools after getting the cart paint sprayer back. It was a $1,200 purchase and was less than four months old when it was borrowed and returned broken in ways the warranty would not cover. Amy also knew Kiki's attempted theft and had caused him to refuse to have her work on anything with him for any reason. Amy was also a victim of her daughter stealing from her as well. Now, our state is a community property state. When a spouse dies without a will, only the surviving spouse inherits. So Amy told her daughter to back off and I got the bright idea of how I was going to handle getting rid of all that broken stuff which was taking up room in the tool shed. So I told her, i would be sure to pick something out for her even though her own behavior was the root cause of bad blood between herself and my husband. So the next day with Amy's help, I dropped off all the broken tools in the busted up CD player Kiki borrowed from my hubby at her apartment. Kiki wanted to know what I expected her to do with all of it. I told her I expected her to do with them whatever it was she expected my hubby to do with them after she returned them in the condition they were in. Now she's the proud owner of a bunch of useless tools and I got to reclaim my nearly 35 square foot of space in what is now my tool shed. Now firstly I've got to of course say I'm extremely sorry for your loss but also well played at the same time. Usually we cover a lot of subreddits that's crazy level stuff going on and this is what I love about Petty Revenge is that it's not... Absolute madness, but you still get someone's bullshit being thrown back in their face at the same time. I hope that person enjoys their inheritance. But anyway, let's move on to another story. And this one also came from the Petty Revenge subreddit because I love this every now and then. It's from Not a Bimbo who says, Roommates stopped contributing, so we left them with nothing. This happened during my junior year of college. I, Claire, live with five other women. I call them Abby, Brooke, Danny, Ella, and Fran. When we signed the lease on the house, we all agreed to a one-year deal, June 1st till May 31st. The house was off campus and unfurnished, so, so we needed things to make it feel like home. Prior to moving in, we all sat down and decided what we needed for the house and who was going to bring what and also settled on a chore schedule. We also decided that we'd have a household supply fund set up so we could buy things we would all use, like toilet paper, paper towels, dish detergent and laundry detergent. As it turns out, Danny, Ella, Francesca and I bought most of the stuff we needed, like a couch, small dining table, dishes, silverware, drinking glasses, cookware, food storage containers, etc. Things went pretty well during fall semester. Shortly after that, things started to decline. Abby's boyfriend, Andy, basically moved in with us, and the two of them started acting like they owned the place. Left a dirty dish in the sink, they'd leave a passive-aggressive note about how rude it was to do that. Come home after the library closed at midnight, Abby and Andy went to bed at 10, and if you woke them up, there was hell to pay. Pretty soon, Brooke and her boyfriend Brad were acting in much the same way. By early February, it was clear to Danny, Ella, Fran, and me that we did not want to live with Abby and Brooke another year. The four of us found a different off-campus place and signed a lease. We let Abby and Brooke know, and from then on, the two of them, plus their boyfriends, went from partial jerks to complete jerks. They'd do all things like stop the clothes wash and mid-wash, take out our clothes, dump them on the floor, and start their own laundry. They'd use up all the hot water by taking super long showers. They'd write, return to sender on our mail. They destroyed flowers our boyfriend sent or brought to us. They refused packages. They stopped contributing to the shared supply fund and stopped doing chores. About a week before Memorial Day, Ella got a call from the landlord on our new place saying the previous tenants had moved out and we could move in early if we'd like at no charge. Danny, Ella, Fran and I discussed it and decided to get out of our current house ASAP but didn't tell Abby and Brooke of our plans. Memorial Day weekend rolls around and Abby and Brooke and their boyfriends head out of town to go camping while the rest of us put our plan into action. With the help of our friends, Danny, Ella, Fran and I got all of our stuff, moved out. when i say all i mean all living room furniture dining room furniture dishes silverware cookware food storage containers baking supplies shower curtain rugs lamps vacuum broom dustpan etc we also decided that since neither abby nor brooke had contributed to the shared household supply fund since march the toilet paper paper towels dish detergent laundry detergent and so forth was ours so we took all of that too Abby, Brooke, and their boyfriends were shocked to return from their camping trip to an empty house. What made our petty revenge even sweeter was on their way home from the camping trip, all four of them got food poisoning and were really, really sick. The scathing texts we got about moving out unannounced and taking all shared household goods, especially the toilet paper, priceless. Danny, Ella, and Fran and I are all great friends still and get a good laugh about the situation about 12 years later. None of us have heard from Abby or Brooke since graduation. There's a part of me in that one thinking, why are they so cut up about like not having a toilet paper? Why not get another roll? And then I went back and it's like food poisoning. Oh no, they got the squits. (laughs) I always enjoy the little drama stories when people leave houses for whatever reason. I can't remember what it was, but I heard a story on the radio some years back. I must be talking about eight years ago now. The story was that, I think, I think it was a couple that was together and they didn't live together but she often visited her boyfriend's house but and she found out he was cheating. So one day when he was away at work or he had to go on a business trip or something, her and her girlfriends went around and they put cress in the carpets and knew he was going to be away for a while and then watered the carpets and it, and it was like super grown by the time they came back. I think they put the heating on as well or something or germinated quicker. Obviously, you could probably get yourself in a lot of trouble doing that. But at the same time, I was like, holy moly. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Have you got your own stories about being a roommate with someone that, you know, didn't go quite to plan? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. Thank you so much for being involved. I know I say it every time, but I really do mean it. I I can't, but I sit here sometimes and I'm looking around thinking, holy moly. I can see that like silver plaque on the wall and I'm just blown away. I'm just like, holy shit. (laughs) Thank you. And don't forget there's a couple of playlists there at the very end that will, if you click on it, will scroll through all the videos for you. So whatever you're up to, you can just continue listening without having to keep clicking all the time. You know, it's pesky, isn't it? But anyway, thank you so much and I'll see you in the next one. Take care. And much love.